Welcome to the Market Beautifully Podcast, a show where I offer marketing advice for lady entrepreneurs who crave to crack the code when it comes to getting noticed or expanding their brand online. I'm your host, Haley, and I can't wait to chat with you about what I have planned for today's episode. I have exciting news for you. If you have ever asked the question, what do I do next in your business, then you need to grab your free seat at this live class I'm hosting this Thursday on March 8th, okay? It's gonna be so much fun. We are gonna go over how to prioritize tasks in your business in order to create stable income without sacrificing the lifestyle you deserve. Because let's face it, if we know how to prioritize what we are spending our time on throughout the day, our business will thrive because we will no longer be aimlessly working on projects that don't actually make us income or support the lifestyle we want, right? I would hate for you to keep going through your day and asking the question, well, what do I do next? You finish a business project task and then you have to ask yourself, okay, well, well, what do I do next after this? I, I don't want you to ever ask yourself that question. So you can sign up right now for this live class at marketbeautifully.com slash next. Now, once you sign up for this free live class, I'm going live twice that day, one in the afternoon and one in the evening. So you can jump on at either of those times mentioned on the page page, which is marketbeautifully.com slash next if you want to check those times out. But this is going to basically just be one big party. By the end of the class, you will have an actual list of priority tasks that are custom for your business. And we are also going through how to create an entire color-coded calendar full of high-priority tasks so you can stay on track. I told you. It's going to be epic. I would hate for you to miss this. Seriously, if you are listening to this episode after April, there will be a live class page on marketbeautifully.com that shows you when the next live classes are that I'm hosting. Okay, go sign up at marketbeautifully.com slash next so that after this class, you will never, ever have to ask yourself, what do I do next again? Because trust me, that's a toxic question that is the death of your productivity and success. Speaking of productivity and success, let's talk outsourcing, shall we? I answered a lot of questions, maybe even yours, that were in my Instagram DM on outsourcing. So I'm going to hit replay on this live recording so we can outline your outsourcing strategy and streamline that onboarding process together. We are talking about outsourcing. And I'm super excited because I not only want to talk about outsourcing, I want to talk about streamlining outsourcing for your business. That way you can scale as a business owner because isn't that what we all want? We want more time. We want to make more money and not make it take up more of our time. And I think a big way to do that is getting super strategic on outsourcing. Um, this has been a big game changer in my business. Hey, Chloe. Hey, Catherine. Hey, Amy. What's up, guys? And so I'm super excited. Now you've asked me questions about outsourcing. You've asked me questions about outsourcing. And man, they have been great. And so I'm going to pull up them right now. Love your dress. Thank you. I got it from one of my favorite boutiques. I'm obsessed. And so I'm getting everything. I'll have to uh, send you a DM with their, <laughs> with the, uh, username. Okay. So these are some questions that I have been getting over and over and over again about outsourcing is first of all, how do I know what to outsource? That's the first question, which is a really great question because you obviously don't want to get caught up in outsourcing something that is 
not actually going to save you time. <laughs> that would be terrible to spend money on someone that, you know, is going to be great, but that's actually not the best use of their time. Hey, Brittany. And so my big, big uh, answer to this question that's going to basically solve all your problems going to be magical is the SOA method and that is a method that I taught and on the, on the podcast and I'm trying to think of the episode number right now and while I'm talking I'll look it up but the SOA method is going to be such a game changer uh, this podcast is on iTunes Spotify uh, pretty much everywhere there's a podcast there's this is this is this is on it and also you can ask Alexa to play the Marky Beautifully podcast and she'll pull up the latest episode for you uh drops by design said loved your SOA podcast yes and everyone has loved that podcast everyone that has uh listened to that episode is obsessed because it really does define okay what do I need to focus on my business what do I need to streamline, outsource, and automate? So it is the quickest, easiest way to figure that out, and it only takes a few minutes. So it's it's great. Now let me see what... Okay, so that was episode 56 on the podcast. So look up episode 56. You'll go through four questions on that episode uh, that really outline it. And actually, within the membership site that's launching in three weeks now at the time of this recording, um, it's... It's going to be even better because I'm actually doing a whole entire program on the SOA method. So I'm not only asking those four questions, but we figure out, okay, so based on this, how do we streamline and create recurring routines in our business and put that in a Google Calendar and a sauna so that it works on autopilot? It's it's incredible. I just have to say that. Um, I'm actually recording like the final few videos today and I'm so pumped. Like I just can't stop smiling. I'm really excited about it. Can you tell? Okay. So, but anyways, if you want to know what to outsource, I just want to say, listen to episode 56 on the SOA method. That is the easiest, quickest way to figure out what to outsource in your business. Now for creating a job description, this is something it doesn't have to be fancy but you do need to create some kind of job description and not just for them, but for you to figure out, okay, what is this person actually doing in my business? What am I requiring of them? What is my expectations of them? You need to really outline all of this because it does make the hiring process a lot easier whenever it comes to all that. So definitely create a job description. And where can I hire a VA or outsource? <laughs> this is a big question that I got asked a lot of my DM. Like, where do I even find these people? <laughs> and like, okay, there are definitely great websites out there, such as Fiverr and Upwork and, um, you know, 99designs. If you've never heard of 99designs, it's something where you can actually say, okay, I want a logo mate. And then a lot of designers pitch, it's like a contest idea. It's pretty cool. And then you can have your... Uh, followers vote on which one they like best. It's pretty awesome. So, you know, those are some places for design work. Uh, for onlinejobs.ph, that's a really good place as well. Uh, you can hire some people from the Philippines, which if you follow James Wedmore, he actually hired his first VA on onlinejobs.ph and she's still with him today, like years later. So that's a good website as well. But there's also Facebook groups and then referrals. So there's obviously all these little websites. It's really hard to trust people on those websites. That's the problem. And, you know, if you heard of 
me building this membership site and you've gone through me with this process, you know that we were actually supposed to launch this membership site in January. And I was supposed to have the, I hired the programmer um, at the end of November. And so they were supposed to build it and they had five weeks to build it. Uh, my first programmer dropped, uh, she refunded all my money and just dropped, like just went off the map. And I still don't talk to her. It's like, it's insane. So that was a mess. And then I hired someone from the Philippines off onlinejobs.ph. And he was great. He was great at communicating. I mean, it was a really good, uh, I felt like it was going really well. And I kind of followed up on what he was doing. It was great. And then he just ghosted on me, like nothing. Um, I didn't pay him any money. If you work with people on onlinejobs.ph, you only pay them if the job is done, um, which I found you know, <laughs> I found really great and that made me feel better about the process. So at least I did not waste any money on, you know, the programmer, but he still ghosted on me. So then I hired another programmer from the same website. He sent another job application as well. So I hired him and then he ghosted too. It's like, okay, this is a problem. And this was in a February, this was in a January. So if you know, this is when I was traveling Europe. Uh, I had to find a new programmer like a week before I left overseas and I've never been overseas before. So that was crazy. That's why I just went on onlinejobs.ph. And then when I got back, I had a really bad ear infection. So I I wasn't really looking to spend a lot of time on figuring out how to outsource, right? It was just an outsourcing nightmare. Well, then I found Karen. And so this is how I found Karen. I found Karen. Karen has been listening to the podcast. Karen is someone that has all, has been a follower of Market Beautifully for a bit now. We've corresponded during DMs. She's never pitched herself to me, ever, ever. Like ever said, you should hire me because ever. I didn't even know she was a WordPress developer, honestly, until I went to her profile and like, months later after us communicating, I, I DM so many people, you know, so I went to profiles like, oh my gosh, Karen's a WordPress developer. <laughs> this is great. <laughs> I need you. So um, I and I looked at some of her recent work. I thought, okay, this is it. I have to hire Karen. So I hired Karen. And she was, I think, five times the price of what I had originally been quoted on my first, second and third programmers that I had. And at this point, I did not care. I was like, whatever. I just want this done and I want it done right. That was my big thing. I wanted it done right. So um, that <laughs> I hired her. So that was off of Instagram. And I think that's something that maybe you could just think about. So think about your ideal client. And, you know, I don't know if I'm Karen's ideal client or not, but I did have all the designs ready for her. So I think I fit into her target profile a little bit. So figure out who does that and then interact with them. Don't pitch yourself, just interact with them and be there. Uh, and I don't think that was Karen. I don't think that was Karen's strategy. I don't know what her strategy was, but whatever it is, I hired her and I didn't even care how much she cost. I cared a little bit because I was like, okay, I do have a budget for this because it is a startup. But um, I, I was like, you know, I just, I have to hire someone that I can rely on. So that's been such a great process, but also Facebook groups. So you can go into Facebook groups and figure out, like, for instance, I did a job posting. Um, I needed a community manager for the Profit Planner Lounge. And Brittany said, can't wait for a 90-day Profit Lounge to come out. Yes, 
Brittany, I'm so excited. I'm so pumped. Um, and it's actually the Profit Planner Lounge now, and I have, I'm gonna do an update on that soon. But yeah, the Profit Planner Lounge is launching the first or second week of March. So we are getting super close. Karen and I are working on getting this up as soon as possible for all of you, because I know a bunch of you are just ready to dive in. Like I had someone DM me, they're like, my credit card's ready, but you're not ready and you need to get ready. I was like, I know, I'm sorry. <laughs> I'm trying, I'm trying. I know everyone wants to jump in right now, but uh, y'all are great. Anyways, so, um, uh, sorry, my alarm keeps going off. But where can, um, let's see, DIY projects, positive. Hey, what's up, guys? I see a lot of familiar faces. This is fantastic. Um, created a job description, though. That is something that really helped me because then when I went into Facebook group, um, I went into Raina and Co.'s Facebook group, and that was incredible because I was able to um, create that job listing kind of in her Facebook group. And cause I knew that the people that she attracts are just so kind hearted. And I really wanted someone, uh, that was on my community manager support team to just be so kind hearted and just overly nice because I want my members to feel loved and appreciated. Even if they're having a bad day and maybe a bit snippy, I want them to just feel like, Oh, wow. They did that team just made my day. You know, like that's, that's my goal. So um, that's what I did. I did a job listing in a Facebook group and as well in my Facebook group. So I hope that helps answer all of your questions about where can I hire a VA or outsource. Now, now we're getting into like more of the deeper stuff. <clears throat> um, the question that I got asked is what is the best way for me to select someone? Now, this is a little bit tough. And honestly, if you have a good referral, that's hands down in the best way. In my opinion, if you have someone that says, yeah, this chick works for me, she's fantastic, or he's doing a really good job at this, he specializes in this, this is what he's done for me, that is the best ever. Um, I'm serious. You just cannot get better than a referral. But if you don't have anywhere to get like a referral, then these are like three ways that I recommend. So one is find community managers and Facebook groups that you think do a really good job and ask them what their rates are. That is the best way. And I don't think a lot of people think about this, but for instance, um, Raina's community manager in her Facebook group, she does so well. She kills it. Raina's, Raina just, I'm serious. Raina, if you don't know Raina, Raina's great. She attracts the most amazing people. She was actually on this podcast and she talked about the vertical method last year and it blew people's minds. Raina's just so great. But um, she has someone on her team named Caitlin and Caitlin's just, she just kills it. So um, that's a way that you can find people is find community managers on Facebook groups that are just doing really well. And two is go ask a few micro influencers in your niche. Ask them who they have on their team, who, who they hire. And, you know, most people will tell you. For instance, like me, like I would tell you who, who's on my team and who I've hired before in the past. Um, now, would I recommend a lot of them? Probably not. <laughs> but I might recommend one or two of the people that I've outsourced to. Now, Three is post in a Facebook group that you trust and then do follow it up with video interviews. This is very important. I would figure out, okay, first of all, if you have instructions in your Facebook group post to shoot me an email. So if they comment on the Facebook group post and don't shoot you an email with the things that you wanted in the email, that's an automatic no in my opinion. If you cannot follow that simple direction, 
no, I do not want you on my team because I need someone on my team that's detail oriented, mainly because I miss over details. So I need someone on my team that's going to say, Haley, you missed this. Like I need that in my life. And so if I post a direction on a Facebook group post and you cannot follow that, and I don't want this to sound harsh, but it's kind of like, I no, I don't want to waste my time with that. Okay. So that's, that's a first loop that they have to go through, which is so simple. I don't know why people can't follow that, but it's just follow directions in the Facebook group post and don't hide the directions, make it very straightforward, obviously. And then once they email you, if they pass that simple process, then do video interviews, figure out their personality. And um, that's that's where you'll really get a lot of insight is on those video interviews. I don't recommend interviewing everyone. Like some people that email you or something, they you might just say no. Now, now some of them, I don't want to say just ride people off because you should not do that. Um, some people, I've seen their email and I've said, I don't know, but I've gotten on a video interview with them. And it was just like, yes, <laughs> we are going to be best friends. Not really best friends, you know, it, that's a fine line as people on your team, but like, we are really going to hit it off. I have a good uh, vibe about this energy going on. Okay. So video interviews are fantastic. Now, what do you, what should you be looking for when you're hiring someone? I think what you should really be looking for, this is major. And this is a little bit different than what most people recommend. Most people say, you know, you need to be looking for someone that specializes in a certain area such as if you hire someone for email marketing, you need to go to someone that's like just email marketing, right? I don't typically do this. So what I'm doing right now is, I mean, I hire someone that specializes a little bit, but I hire someone really just that has a good personality. That, that's my main thing. Are they positive? Are they upbeat? Are they good communicator? Are they detail oriented? Do they have major pride issues? That's a big one. That is a huge one. If someone has major pride issues, sometimes if you put them on a little task, they'll be like, why do I need to work on that task? And they, they kind of, you know, kind of bow up or kind of like peacock their feathers out. You know what I'm saying? Like how those male peacocks do that. Anyways, whatever. You get what I'm saying. That's a big one. Um, that's, that's a major red flag. And you can kind of maybe see it a little bit in a video interview, but it's, it's still, it's really hard in video interviews. Um, but also, are they very direct with their communication? I don't want someone that's passive aggressive on my team. I do not want someone that's going to hide something from me. If I offend them in any way, I want them to be a direct person and like send me a Slack message or a voice message and say, hey, Haley, you know, you said something this way and I know you probably didn't mean it, but it really hurt my feelings. This is why. And I say, oh my gosh, I had no idea. I And then I would be able to react and apologize if I needed to, or we could solve it. That's someone that I want to attract on my team, right? Now, I, I don't think I've ever had that happen, but you know, if that was a case that I ever did do that, I would want to know. Um, I'm definitely not someone that, like if you criticize me, I am not someone that's like, Ooh, like, no, I love criticism. Criticize me away. Let me know what I'm doing wrong. I want to fix it, right? Um, so that's something that I really look for when I'm hiring because you can teach anyone pretty much anything if they have drive, motivation, and a willing attitude, period. Um, and that's something that I look for because if I have a specialist that's kind of cocky about what they do, and then I'm like, well, hey, can you work on this project for me? They're like, kind of stick their nose up. I don't need that. I really don't need that. 
So that's just something to think about. Okay, now this is a big one. This is a huge one. If I select something, what if what if it goes wrong? Like, oh, sorry, not something, someone. If I select someone, what if it goes wrong? <laughs> this has happened to me multiple times. I've actually not only been ghosted, but my money's been stolen. I've hired someone as a ghostwriter for my blog, which I will never do again, but I've hired someone as a ghostwriter and I literally paid her and she stole my money and never talked to me again. And then when I emailed her for follow-up, she threatened to sue me. I was like, what just happened? It was insane. Um, she was a, she was kind of, she was someone that went through Facebook groups and developed relationships and then um, offered like really discounted deals on ghostwriting. And this was like a year and a half ago when I was kind of more naive. I would have never done that now, but uh, yeah. So she stole my money. She was a scammer. Uh, don't do that. <laughs> don't follow in my footsteps with that. But that mistake really did help me grow. Anyways, I've selected a lot of people and things have definitely gone wrong. So this is how you avoid it. First of all, set clear expectations for what you expect of them. You need to know, I expect this of you. I want this done by this date and also let them know how appreciative you are. But this is also a super important project for your business. It's crucial that it's done right and that you appreciate them working on it. I definitely want to make sure that everyone that works for me, whether it's on my team or just an outsourced project like Karen, that's just a programmer on the, she's on the team, but she's not on the team. I want to make sure that everyone knows that they are so loved and um, I want them to know that they're so loved and so appreciated. Um, so setting clear expectations is important, but then also before you hire them, give them a test project and see how they do. This, this is definitely something that I've done uh, with like a VA. So I've, given um, an internship for someone on my team. She had an internship for like a few months for yeah months. And uh, she did a few projects for me here and there. She did Pinterest management. She did a lot of great things. And then I was like, okay, now she's on the team and she's going to actually help out on community support for my Facebook group on the membership site. And she's going to be manning the whole entire customer support team. As we grow, she will be the manager of that team because she proved herself so much. I mean, she was the podcast manager um, for a few months and did it for free for me. And she did so well. She's actually creating all the graphics. She's scheduling everything. And I've just been so impressed with her because especially last month when I was so sick, um, and I could barely even look at my screen without throwing up. Maddie was there. Like she just, she killed it. She was so amazing. Um, she only sent me reminders of things that needed to be done um, that were super important. She did not bother me with things that weren't important. I'm telling you, she was so great. So um, Maddie's amazing. And she did amazing with that. Uh, but anyways, I did have her as an internship. Now, that's a long time. And not everyone's willing to do that. So I would say that for if, if they're not, just have them have a test project. And I know Amy Porterfield did this with her project manager, uh, manager <laughs> Chloe. And she had a test project for her that she had to go through that was timed. And it was kind of like a big deal. So that's something that you could do before you hire someone. And then also let them know that they're on a trial. For instance, even the internship that I did with Maddie, I was like, look, this is a trial. And I didn't even pay her, but I was like, look, if this doesn't work out, 
it doesn't work out. And that's fine. If it, either way, if you end up hating this kind of work, if you don't want to be in the online entrepreneur space and you don't like helping, that's fine. I want you to do something you enjoy, right? So it's be it's better on both ends. Um, and I was like, you know, and if this isn't working out on my end, I'll be super upfront and honest with you and let you know why. Um, and then the trial will be over. It's fine. No harm done either way, right? And she ended up excelling. She loves it. Um, and it's just been it's just been so great. So a trial is really good. It also helps because then it it's not a security blanket, you know, so they they do want to really impress you. And then it creates those good habits early on. That's something that I found is amazing. Okay, so also, whenever you hire them, you may be like, okay, what the crap do I do? So they get hired. And they're like, okay, they ask you, what do I what do I need to do? Haley? And I'm like, well, that's a good question. <laughs> and I have nothing for them. That is not the way you want to go. You want to have an onboarding training process for anyone that you hire onto your team. So what this looks like is, uh, what my onboarding process looks like is I use Asana, which is a free project management tool. It's basically like magic inside your computer. Let's be honest here. But I have an onboarding project within my Asana and each task in Asana represents a specific training. And then if there's a checklist associated with that workflow, I have it within the task. Um, so that has been a game changer for me. So for example, I have a Pinterest management training where the task in Asana is titled Pinterest management. And within the task, there is a categorized checklist of what the month will look like for them in checklist form. So the checklist has a list of tasks within each task description. I have a link to a video that's like a training video. And then once they've completed that video, they comment done. That way it's documented and they have watched the video and they feel confident in what they have watched. So if they've commented done, I know that we can go back. So like, let's say they made a, they made a mistake or something. I'll say, well, you commented on this video training that you finished the video training and you felt confident. Is there anything that went wrong between there and here? And then they could say, well, yeah, this kind of change that made this happen or something along those lines, you know? So that's something important. And then if they don't feel confident, then within that task, they can tag you and ask you a question. And then you can go back up in a sonnet and answer that question. Okay. And if you want to know the video tool that I use to create this onboarding, uh, onboarding uh, process, could not think of the word process for some reason, this onboarding process in Asana, I use the tool and I believe it's called use loom, or maybe it's just called loom, but it's a free Chrome tool um, that records your screen. And you can also have your face or not show your face either way. But I use this for clients. I use this for my team. I use this for everything. Honestly, like, I love this tool. I'm like obsessed with it. You can also organize all your videos into folders. So it's just great because you can organize all your onboarding videos into an onboarding folder for your VA, an onboarding folder for an outsourced worker, like whatever it is, right? Okay, and the key to remember when hiring, this is the biggest thing that I wanna end on. And cause it took me so long to figure this out is no one will ever care about your business as much as you do. I'm serious. It is it is such a wake up call because I would get so frustrated to be honest. I would and this is terrible that I'm admitting this, but I would honestly I would get so frustrated with some of the people that worked for me that I hired them because they wouldn't pay attention to details or come up with creative ideas or they would just wouldn't work like I did. 
I didn't understand it. I was like, why? This is so much fun. And then Gary, I was listening to a podcast and Gary Vaynerchuk said, stop complaining because no one will ever care about your business like you do. It's not their business. It's yours. It's your responsibility. It's not theirs. And I thought, you know what? He's right. I need to stop complaining because no one will ever care about, they did not create my business. My business is my business. I am so passionate about what I do and how I serve people. Now is the people on my team right now super motivated about Market Beautifully and this new membership site? Yes, they're so excited, but they're never gonna be as excited as I am, right? Because it's mine, it's what I built, it's my baby. Now, if you hire someone that is just a unicorn, um, I know one of my friends, Jenna uh, Gwen, she has, oh my gosh, so she has two uh, hot people on her team that are just fantastic, and sometimes they're more passionate about her business than she is when she has an off day, you know, she was telling me, she's like, man, they just come up with all these ideas. So there are unicorns, but I'm saying that's very rare. Um, you cannot expect them, you cannot expect anyone that you hire to be as passionate about your business as you are, and just don't expect that of them. That, that's my big thing is set your own expectations. Obviously, you need to set their expectations, but set your own expectations as well. So to recap, um, you need to figure out the, the biggest way to figure out where you need to outsource in your business is using the SOA method, which is episode 56, but then also being super clear on your job description and then where you can hire them. You have to get your hands dirty a little bit pull up your sleeves and then get to work. And you know, that it's a little bit rough sometimes, especially when you don't have connections, but it's so entirely worth it. So then I want you to make sure that you're hiring someone that's positive, upbeat and detail oriented and has drive. Cause you could teach anyone anything, get them better at any skill if they have those certain personality traits, right? And of course I want you to streamline your onboarding process. That's Crucial. I want you to set up an Asana project within your project management tool. I hope you're using Asana because it's the best out there. And within that project management tool, Asana, I want you to create an onboarding project and then create tasks associated with each training and have a checklist with each task. That way they can go through each training video and you can have communication within that, when it, within each training. So it's the easiest way to streamline and I seriously hope this helps you with all of your outsourcing because I know outsourcing can be really daunting, can be really crazy, but you know what? It is so entirely worth it. When you are building your team, even if it's only one person, even if it's only one person, that's fine. As long as you're building your team and you're just really building the, the type of people that are gonna move your business forward and and love what they do. I wanna make sure that your team loves what they're working on and loves working with you because I know you're an amazing person and if you are feeling overwhelmed or like it's the time to actually start hiring someone, it may not be, but if it is, I just want you to feel so at peace with this decision and make it as less complicated as possible and get your streamlined system set up. That way it is not near as uh, stressful for this new transition in your business. Thank you.